Welcome to the next episode of Splitting Cases, sponsored by Murray's Brewing. I got a sweet, empty uh, Angry Man bottle, moving on to a Fred in front of me. Fred's a nice man, and also a nice drink. Oh, Fred. Uh, we've got some Moon Boys in the fridge as well, so definitely onto those after. We've got a man here, some curly hair and a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> and also pants, I, I may, also I may add to that. He's not pulling a Yogi Bear on us at all. Uh, who is a comedian, which folds well into his topic. Oh, hello. Uh, I'm Ethan Andrews, and should I say what we're talking about? You yeah, can say what sure. we're talking about. Okay, and we're here to talk about Seinfeld. It's a great topic to choose. And here's where I'm about to drop the mic, metaphorically not, like, actually, because I wouldn't do that. I'm not actually a huge fan of Seinfeld. Seinfeld's alright. I've never actually watched the seasons all the way through. I liked it as a kid, but probably haven't watched it since I was very young. I feel like that's kind of a little bit of a bomb. Like, I didn't really expect you to say that. Yeah, I know, right? When was the last time you watched it? Like, do you remember it being after the... after? Uh, there was like a run on Channel 10. It was like Simpsons, Neighbours, Seinfeld. Really? Do you remember I watching remember it then? The run. No? I just remember probably watching it when I was really young, probably not getting most of it. Right. And then watching the finale episode. Uh, 99? Okay. When it, was that 99? I, I want to say 98. 98? Anyway, yeah, around, I, I watched the finale episode I and I just went, oh, okay, that's done. And then I moved on to other things and I don't think I've watched an entire episode since. Okay. So you've never been in a hotel room and had like... <laughs> Not had Seinfeld, to, no. You've it never seems been to be on surfing. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like always on it's go. Like, it's or... like The Simpsons or something. Like right. It's just always there. I've never really come across Seinfeld on TV. I know mm. it is there, but I've never been... See? Drop the mic. Although I know you're more of a fan. You've got all the seasons and stuff. I do, but, but I haven't watched it recently, um, except for I watched a couple episodes last week, just in preparation. But it was like, it's a pretty mammoth task. I couldn't really go back, to, back and watch nine seasons yeah, <laughs> in preparation is... for a 45-minute episode of a podcast. Right. It really is a whole like summer's undertaking to go back and rewatch all of them. But Jesus, Pointy, commit. Okay. Commit. I'll just quit my job and... <laughs> It will be worth it, long run. Also, it's... while we're pausing, I do take it back. The Fred is excellent. <laughs> Continue. Sorry. It is It is worth going back and re-watching because I think uh, it stands the test of time. So, And like even a single episode from, say, season six will still uh, make as much sense to you now if you had watched some before, if you hadn't watched any... Like they really do stand alone. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess famously the like the mission statement of the show was the characters won't ever learn or get better. They're going to stay the same. So that kind of lends to that. You can just pick it up at any point because there's not like some narrative that spreads across like multiple seasons that you really need to be across. Yeah. It's and more in, or less the same. Yeah. And even in the episodes, or sorry, even in the seasons when they like do an arc where Jerry gets a pilot or George gets engaged, it's still. It's 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 more about like it's it's not that important that you go yeah. from one episode to the next. It's just like oh, it's kind of incidental, just to move the gags and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So for someone who hasn't really watched a lot of it, I mean, I find it I find it amusing. I find it good. I get why yeah. it's funny. But for someone who doesn't watch Seinfeld, why is it funny? Oh, that's that's a really tough question. Why is anything yeah. funny? I don't know. 
I think Seinfeld's funny because it's it's not forced. It doesn't feel contrived in any way. It's not like some producers sat down in a room and were like, okay, we're going to do this show and it's going to be about these two girls who have no money and they need to make this money and they work in a cafe. But they would or... have sat, Jerry would have sat down and went, it's going to be based on me trying to work out what is like what a comedian does, where he gets his material, who my friends are, all that kind of stuff. He's doing the same thing. But I think there not? was only a small number of writers on the on the show as well, wasn't there? So there was a fairly tight group of people involved in. Yeah, that's true. Certainly, in the first couple of seasons, it was. I think it was like Jerry, uh, Larry, yeah, like Larry Charles, yeah. And uh, maybe like one or two other people. And then I have this picture in my head of Larry Charles that I'm not sure is an actual picture (laughs) of Larry Charles. I just imagine him with like this big beard. Yeah. I'm not sure that's an actual thing or something I've just made up. No, that, that is what he looks like on the DVDs. Yeah. You can watch like, uh, special features where they talk to the writers and Larry Charles is just has this. Okay. So I'm glad I'm not just going mad. Yeah. 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 And I, I don't think he has it. I think he's shaved it a little bit now, but he still looks... Yeah. He looks younger now, actually, than back then. Uh, getting back to the question, I think with the like simple premise of the show, it's just a comedian and his friends. It allowed the show to go anywhere and sort of be anything. And I think that's a bit harder for shows like, um, you know, Two and a Half Men or Big Bang Theory to do. Yeah, I can't say either of those shows appeal to me. No, and I probably was biased in like picking some very... <laughs> Demonstrating some bad yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some like, yeah, some widely disliked shows. It's like you can eat the double brie or just choke on garbage, you know? It's like there's options in between. Right. And I must say, I don't mind the Big Bang Theory. I find it somewhat endearing, but Two and a Half Men can go right to hell. Right, right. But I still think that like even if you like um, Big Bang Theory and I probably haven't watched that much so I can't speak about it at length but I think it'd be hard to argue that there's more room to move for the characters to oh, go and try no, different no. things I guess I wonder what it is that makes Seinfeld so lasting because it is a very based in the 90s show it is somewhat dated in its reference and situational kind of um, era but granted I only watched like six episodes so recently but like i didn't really find that it had dated that badly like Mm. all the references weren't old enough to not make sense and most and like there were things you could see or you could understand what they were talking about based on whatever was happening yeah so it's not like there's just weird comments that make no sense like you know 15 20 years later that's true yeah i think a lot of the language has held up and, and still widely used and has yeah. been adopted. Like, there's sayings from that show that right. are definitely in the, the vernacular. Like, yeah. well, sponge-worthy, like, that's, you know, yeah, a I've thing been... that sort of caught on. Like, obviously not so much recently, but the, um, you know, not that there's anything wrong with yeah, that. Like, yeah. that's, you still hear people say that all the time. I say that. Yeah. So, I think... Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. So, I, I, I think, you know... The, obviously many more but yeah, yada tools. yada yada yeah like there's things that definitely picked up that, that people carried on with yada 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 was around beforehand though surely <laughs> yeah well, but I, the, well the point is they didn't like create the sayings but they you know popularize yeah popularize them. it and those you know they, they still hold up and I think even in an episode if you see like uh, Jerry talking on a 
like phone with a cord and uh you know you see his massive desktop computer like like that's really just background yeah it's just a side it's not really driving anyway. the plot no or, no, or no the no. jokes yeah most of it is i think relationship driven and even oh yeah the plots of the um episodes like i i think nearly every reason that um like george and jerry break up with a, a girl is a reason that would stand the test of time forever like there's nothing that or is only of that time increasingly finicky and not really standing the test of time ever right right yeah, but that's kind of what makes it funny right like yeah. it's you know something that's strange that you wouldn't normally care about and that's what makes it funny is that these people are like are obsessing over little details about other people when they're not perfect themselves. I, I think it's it's pretty cool to tune into a show as well where you know the characters don't really want you to care about them. Yeah. Yeah, they're there all is no attachment and that's evergreen assholes. Like they right. love each other but they're just they're yeah. Evergreen assholes. That's yeah. that's good. They're always assholes. I find I probably relate myself most to George. I look at him and I go, oh, what a small, petty, angry man. But he loves his friends. And that's me. <laughs> There's this um, guy that I used to work with that, or used to work with that kind of did a Costanza and that he um, quit his job <laughs> after a night out partying and then kind of had to come back and was like, yeah, so that resignation... <laughs> not, so it wasn't quite the Costanza. He didn't just turn just back show up, up at work, right. turn up back at work. But yeah, he kind of had to backpedal. Sort well, yeah. of forever known as the Costanza. <laughs> did he? Did he like call the boss on a night yeah. out? Is that what happened? Yeah, it was more like the morning after the night out. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> well, pretty good effort. What was the job? What, what, was it in, working in an office or something? Yeah, like yeah, George. Yeah. Okay, that's well, excellent. I think I just love what I love most about George is just like the absence of pride or no like the willingness to like just Stoop embrace shame yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah he's a very proud man but at the same time like I guess that character was based pretty much on Larry David yeah and then went on for his own series afterwards taking that idea I guess to the nth degree yeah yeah. Did you guys watch Kirby Enthusiasm? I, love I did. Kirby in fact, I probably, in some ways, prefer it to Seinfeld. Okay. I do. I'm ambivalent about Seinfeld. It's good, but I'm like, eh. But Kirby Enthusiasm, I love. I don't share your ambivalence to Seinfeld, but like, I, I think there's charms to Seinfeld that you don't get in Kirby Enthusiasm. Um, but yeah, I think on the whole, I definitely prefer Kirby. Mm. What, what's what are those charms like? A little bit of distance from reality, maybe. Yeah, and and I kind of think like there's just more broad topics and like situations, probably a little bit more abstract in places. Like in I guess, Seinfeld? yeah, like okay, like sort of more like concepts and situations, whereas Kirby Enthusiasm's more about those personal relationships and all like what's Larry done wrong now to right right yeah I haven't um watched Kirby Enthusiasm oh do it you'll I, love it I know I, yeah I'm, I'm sure if you love Seinfeld you'll you'll love Kirby I'm sure I would too the bits I've seen I have really enjoyed but yeah I just I never had it on TV when I was growing up and I I think I was sort of at a weird in between age where I like got into Seinfeld as Kirby enthusiasm, as Kirby enthusiasm, 
Oh my gosh. As Curb Your Enthusiasm, as your enthusiasm <laughs> was airing. So yeah. I felt like maybe it was too... Um, Weren't quite ready for it. Yeah, I was like, I can't jump ship right now. Yeah, I'm invested in this. I'm not... Right, uh, right, right. Yeah, but I definitely agree with you that um, some of the situations from Seinfeld, and I'm thinking like of the Merv Griffin show, that episode, and... Uh, the Bizarro Jerry, I couldn't picture them happening. No. In a Sorry, more Jerry. That was good. realistic like that. world of Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah. Were those episodes in the last two seasons of yeah, they were. Seinfeld as well? They were after Larry departed. Yeah. yeah. Larry Because they definitely departed. did like do more of that sort of stuff after Larry left. Yeah, and even like in the special features of the DVD, when you listen to the writers talk about their attitude they had after Larry left. They said it was sort of like the the teacher was away and the kids would <laughs> play and just muck around in the classroom. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I need to get that out of my head. Continue. <laughs> Did you guys see the uh, uh, Bernie Sanders? Oh, I, ha- I haven't watched M- it yet. Yeah, <laughs> I made a mental note that I need to watch it. When yeah. I oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I um even for someone who hasn't seen Kirby Enthusiasm, I I was really impressed. It's pretty good for SNL standards as well. I guess you just gotta Yeah, well Kerb's just imagine George words coming out of Larry's mouth and right. face <laughs> <laughs> and like probably more neurotic and Oh yeah, oh my god, yeah. Angrier but in some ways still kinda sweet, like I think. Oh totally. How did you guys feel about the plot in Curb Your Enthusiasm where they made a, a reunion? Yeah, I thought it you worked liked, well, yeah. You liked like, it? Yeah, it was, it was good to see everyone the back together again. Reunion. Yeah. Yeah, and like the way like it sort of came into the show, like it wasn't sort of out of nowhere. Like there was, I guess, a point as part of the narrative that, you yeah, know, Larry, just... Larry wanted to get Cheryl back. He yeah. thought that like if he got that back he'd have success again and that would help him get Cheryl so. I, I loved it for the pure reason that he was just doing it out of a harebrained scheme to get it back you yeah. know he wasn't doing it because he wanted fame fortune money any of that he just wanted it back so he thought that was the best way and that's the only way you could really picture a Seinfeld reunion happening yeah. like, I can't think of the cast ever like I don't think they have anything left to prove or like any stories that yeah, it's, it's what's the You're point. You're left wondering what's the about? point, you know? Yeah. yeah. Definitely mixed um, success for those that, like, were in the show, like, today. Like, obviously, um, Julia... Louis Dreyfus. Louis Dreyfus, yes. Yeah. Man, blank. Um, was on, like, on Veep, which is obviously very successful. Yeah. And Wasn't she on something else before that? The, the, new Adventures of Old yeah. Christine? I don't think I ever saw that. I didn't see that either. No, I think it was um, somewhat forgettable, but I think at the time that it came out, it was the most uh, critically acclaimed, and I use that word loosely, of all the projects that Seinfeld of the cast members well, had. Yeah. Hold had on. Been what about that of? movie with Jason Alexander and the monkey? What was Dunstan it? checks Dunstan in. Dunstan checks in. No, I don't How think it was critically, critically acclaimed. <laughs> he had a monkey! And Jason Alexander. <laughs> or uh, the B movie. Yeah, that wasn't so bad for yeah, a kids the movie. The B movie. I I, I thought it was going to be funnier. I thought it was going to be funnier too. But it was all right. 
Yeah, I thought Bing movie was pretty good. No, no one thought it was pretty good, but you thought it was alright. I was, I was probably, I was. It wasn't uh, terrible. No, no, it wasn't terrible. Certainly wasn't terrible. I like how we're we're casting judgment on the works of like (laughs) great people. Like, yes. Oh yeah. uh, Oh well, I think I think those greater commercials that Jerry Seinfeld were in were quite successful. <laughs> How yeah. the hell did they get him to do commercials for the greater? Is it kind of like he's like Jerry's like coffee ads for you know? Because aren't there like big celebrities that do like George Clooney does those coffee ads or right, something? But yeah, but in not, Japan or something. Yeah, but yeah. not in like the US markets. It's like it's kind of like that. Or? Bill Murray and Lost in Translation doing the whiskey ad in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon it's totally like that. He's gone for something quite localized that doesn't have an international presence. But like, surely they couldn't have paid him that much. Yeah, like, surely, no. surely he's and not dying for that cash. No, no. Like, and the greater has such a small yeah client base. They yeah, wouldn't like, have been paying him millions. Like. But I think that that is the fascinating thing. He doesn't need the money at all, and it is completely unrelated to what he does. So how? I'd like. I don't. I'd like to think that he just got a request, like through his agent, and he was like, "Wow, that's ballsy." Yeah, sure, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I remember reading at the time that let's ask him to come on the podcast. (laughs) I think I remember reading, like in the Herald at the time, that Jerry, you know, had received offers for ads all the time but i think he had only ever been in like one for apple maybe and this greater one and like i think the reason he took it was that he liked the idea that he could actually do stand up in it and like the actual ads this feels weird that we're (laughs) now like praising an ad but (laughs) like the stand-up was quite you know it was on par with the with the stand-up at the intros of yeah. episodes. So, I don't know. For someone who maybe... If you had missed... If you had been watching Seinfeld when it came out and you missed Jerry, you know, I don't think he's ever toured Australia doing stand-up, it would have been a cool thing to be like, oh, here's Jerry. Well, I guess doing an ad for the greater. Yeah, well, I guess if he was given the, like, I guess, freedom to make it something that he felt comfortable with, that probably makes it less... I think the what-the-fuck factor was the whole point of it. You know, you just no one would have expected that. Thank you. And I don't know the answer to this, but what about what Seinfeld did for stand-up in general? Because it seems like I don't really remember seeing anything like that on TV beforehand. Right, the way it sort of integrates stand-up in a mm. show? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there are a couple of shows that have done that since, like uh, Inside Amy Schumer does that, and uh, Mulaney did that. Uh, it, it was pretty cool, and I... I liked it. I I liked that it was it was brief and it was always. Um, I liked it never that felt it was forced. brief. Well, it was you know good that it didn't go on for too long. No, well, like you don't want half an hour of it. So yeah, yeah. It was it was really good and a nice like a nice hard cut. Yeah. Between scenes, um, it was all fairly relevant to the story. And... Yeah, yeah, and it was pretty like it probably didn't do it justice in the format format it was in but i think it was pretty uh pretty strong stand-up like up to jerry's standards you you don't sound that convincing <laughs> well i don't know strong. i'm thinking about some of it like i wonder because he he wrote he wrote everything jerry wrote all of those yeah bits up until the end of season seven yeah. when larry left yeah or maybe the end of season six i don't know if he was 
then because he was taking on more of the other work. Yeah, yeah, he stopped doing it. Out. Yeah, yeah, but like they that's... did in the last episode again, though, didn't they? they right. Yeah, yeah, he's in the in the prison. He's doing some, yeah, some crowd work, or I guess some more uh, hacky nightclub material, but about prison. So you know, that was fun, but probably, yeah. Interesting that they ended the show with, like, um, material that wasn't very strong, I guess. I thought that whole episode wasn't very strong. The whole idea of going out was controversial like that. Yeah, but how, like, how do you, how do you want it to end? Well, and it's not really a show that needs any sort mm-hmm. of, like, specific ending to it. It's like, any show could have just been, yep, this is just the last episode. Yeah. I think what they wanted to do was do, like, a big send-off for the show and bring people back. And that's a pretty popular thing to do. That's true. Now, like, to end shows, like, lots of, like, even outside of comedies do things where they, you know, bring people back for the last yeah. episode or the last season and try and tie up loose ends. Like, like here is the, where people are going to be in 10 years. Yeah. Like in the Titanic where Leo dies and he walks through the hall of all the people he knew. I was I was thinking more like the, the end of Six Feet Under or the end of Weeds where they, like, do the flash forwards and here's where people are and here's what they've done. Right, Parks well, and Rec. That yeah. works. That works too. Yeah, <laughs> that works also. Yeah, I actually really liked the the finale. I thought the yeah, last not, shot. Of, yeah, I'm not a hater of it. I think no, it's good. I do remember feeling sad when I watched it, but that was because I just like I had been binging on Seinfeld, yeah. and I just felt like, oh, what am I going to do now? But wasn't it good in a way? Like, so if you watched it like after the run, the initial run had finished, at least you knew that like the end was coming. You're like mentally prepared. Like this yeah. is a thing that goes from now to now. Yeah. Once I'm done, I'd imagine like I didn't. I remember watching the last episode when it aired, but I wasn't like mad for Seinfeld because okay. I would have been like, I'm not heaps young, but like yeah. I don't think I was old enough to appreciate yeah all the humor. I think I must have been like twelve or something. Yeah. Well, I would have been fourteen in '98. Yeah. So, like I was at the right age to enjoy that series, yep. but the series leading up to it, like the last, you know, yeah. nine seasons, I was way too young for, like, you know, I don't think when I was, like, six or seven that I would have been getting the jokes in the first couple of seasons. Right. Like, would have been a bit over my head. Yeah, and I think you need to have really taken in those first seasons for the finale to, like, yeah. resonate with you. Yeah. Like, that's probably the only episode that doesn't stand on its own. Yeah. Very well. Like, that's an episode that's really for fans of the show, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I When people say they don't like it, I just think, what do you... What did you want? Like, yeah, what did you sure. want from that? Yeah. I was 12. I didn't think I knew what I wanted. Do you mean the last episode or Seinfeld in general or both? Uh, the last episode. Yeah, the, sure. la- okay. the last episode. Yeah. When people... Yeah. Are disappointed by that. I just yes, think... What... The last of anything is just going to be too hard to please. People yeah. Are like... That's why I'm really surprised. Sorry to go on a slight tangent. I like to. But in some ways, I'm really so surprised that everyone's so happy about the new Star Wars because it's like, usually this is the sort of thing people would shit on because it's new. Yeah. But it's like, that didn't happen. And I'm not saying it should have happened, but it just surprises me that there's so much like. Well, I still think it was like, there's always going to be, yeah, people who don't like it, but. I think those I was, universally loved. 
Like uh, I wouldn't say universally. I think it's going to be I say interesting. Universally loved in comparative to the prequels, because the prequels, oh, it's a pretty, I think everybody got their, you know. You're coming from a pretty low. But that's everyone bar, got though. their low bar though, <laughs> so, so everyone loved it because it had that low yeah. bar. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how people re- like remember it in five years. I think. Yeah. Like, it's probably too early to tell. But yeah, sorry. Back to Seinfeld. What's the deal with Star Wars sequels? Lauren Graham was in Seinfeld. Gee, the babe. Lauren Graham. Lauren Graham. From, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching that episode. Who does she play? Just a girlfriend of Jerry's, I think. <laughs> but why does he break up with her? I think I was oh. watching it the other day. I don't know why anyone would break up with Lauren Graham. <laughs> well, like, there was a fair few, like, I guess, who, who have become, like, reasonably popular actresses that were Jerry girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah. Terry Hatcher. Lois and Clark. Courtney Cox. Really? Uh, yeah, Janine Garofalo. Was that, like... Uh, okay, so it would have well post the Dancing in the Dark film clip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it was, like, <laughs> mid-Friends. Mid-Friends. What the fuck was she doing mid-Friends in Seinfeld? Okay, maybe I've got my timelines sure a little crossed. Not. What? Because I, I think in my mind, I'm like, yeah, Friends and Seinfeld ran parallel. No, but really, Seinfeld started earlier. Probably when would have started a couple of seasons in. Like, I yeah. think Friends would have started in like 95, 94 yeah, okay. or something Maybe around about that time. So this certainly would have been around uh, the early days of Friends <laughs> when it was probably cooler that the stars could be on go and be on other shows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, season eight of Seinfeld, Courtney Cox comes no. in and people are just happy <laughs> to accept it. Yeah. I sort of vaguely remember seeing them <coughs> at um, <laughs> the cinema on King Street in Newcastle. Mm. Yeah. I remember even as a child thinking, this is not a good movie. This is so It was dumb. not a good I movie. I should not be watching this. <laughs> <laughs> even I'm above it. I think I confuse it with Even the Baby's... monkey was above it. <laughs> Baby's Big Day Out. I confuse it with that. They don't check in anywhere. I haven't seen either of them, but I think I just remember seeing them as previews for... Something on a VHS a long time ago. (laughs) Most of my knowledge and like history of Seinfeld has come from that like book that comes in that DVD box set of Seinfeld. (laughs) Oh, do you have that when you say you've been watching the DVDs? Like, no, I I got all the DVDs individually. Actually, it was sort of accumulated over a period of time. I think it might have been like over a birthday and Christmas, so it came from a lot of different people. But no, what what was the? Is it sign language? Is that? I don't know if it had a particular name, but yeah, it was like this boxer that came out, like, I don't know, 2005-ish. Do you still have that? Yeah. And and it's got like a book that sort of like got references for all the different episodes, like who's in it, like a bit of history on it. And the commentary, um, like that you sort of mentioned before, like on a lot of the episodes is really, really interesting. Like they seem to have spent like a fair bit of effort in like producing it. Yeah. And... Like, especially as the seasons go on and they get more money and and the ability to do larger stories and stuff. Um, Hearing what the directors have to say and what the writers were thinking when they penned the episode is really interesting. Like, I love that that behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm. Can I borrow your box set? Yes. Okay. How do you guys feel about, um, I, I know, uh, 
there are a few particular episodes where the idea that it's a show about nothing is more obvious uh, when than others. When they're pitching their own show. Oh, no, no. I was thinking more of um, the episodes, the parking lot, or the parking garage, and the Chinese mm, restaurant, yeah. where almost quite literally nothing happens. I, I just am curious how you guys feel about that. Um, I, Well, I think both Larry and Jerry have said, like over the years that it's not a show about nothing and that there's a point to every episode so they don't really agree with that okay mm. um but like and i obviously can't disagree with the <laughs> the creators but i i it isn't about nothing though like i think some the of mundane the, things yeah i think some of those episodes were probably done based on budget more yeah. than anything like oh hey don't have much money okay well we can probably just film this on you know, one set and we won't need to worry about yeah. anything else. Yeah. Um, and they're all like situations that everyone can relate to, which to your question earlier about like why people find it funny is because it kind of does that balancing act between broad humor in the sense that a lot of people can relate to it, but doing it in like a unique way that's not, mm. you know. Yeah. Men are like this, and, women and are like yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think those episodes are like pretty much as as good as the show gets like yeah. i think that's if i had to show one episode of seinfeld to someone to give them the idea of what it's like and how good it can be i think i'd show them the chinese restaurant because i just think that is so unique and at the time like i i can't imagine what it would have been like to have actually seen that on tv actually <laughs> the yeah. like i on the on the dvd um, they talk to executives from NBC and hearing their reaction to like the initial script they got for that is just, is really awesome. It's, it's yeah. So they were like positive about it? No, they, they were like very hesitant. At the like, time we of, don't want to do this. Yeah. And, I, and I think, well, I think there were a couple of times when Larry threatened to like cancel the show. He was like, we just won't make any anymore yeah. if you don't let us do this. And it's that kind of, you know, that kind of position when you've got such a popular show that is known for being slightly boundary pushing at that time that you have that clout to say, well, you know, pack it in. Yeah. Well, yeah. some crazy amount of money they were offered to keep doing it like yeah. towards the end yeah I, I don't know if it would have declined in quality if it had kept going I just feel like just there was, was nothing necessary. left to prove yeah there, it would have just been like a nice to have yeah yeah of course like it's, it's like The Simpsons no one wants <laughs> The Simpsons to stop there are still good episodes of The Simpsons being made yeah. but, overall, but their glory days are probably behind them yeah like, yeah and I I feel like if Seinfeld didn't go out on top then they probably went out like as close to it as they could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty damn close. To I also think that when you're watching a show, if you know that the stars you love in that show are raking in, say, average a million dollars an episode, there's a slight disconnect there. Like the Friends, Big Bang Theory, Simpsons, Seinfeld. Like it's all like one million dollars an episode at least kind of material there. That's a shitload of money for an episode of television. Say twenty-four. It's like twenty-four million dollars a year, and that's just for doing it. 
Then you get royalties, and then you get all the, all the other well, stuff I guess combined. It, and in syndication, would have like come with a bunch of money. In syndication, yeah. Well, just last year, I think Jerry Seinfeld topped a list of the world's richest comedians, or the the comedians who had earned the most in 2015. Yeah. From yeah, selling Seinfeld to Hulu. To Hulu, yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. I and was he in did that interview as well with um, oh, I don't know who it was. It was one of the late late night shows. I think um, of comedians. In Poss- cars getting coffee. No, no, it's possibly Kimmel or something where he okay. just comes on and goes, I don't want to be here. Oh, I think it was a late need- night with Seth Myers. Yeah, Seth Myers, that's it. He's like, I don't want to be here. I don't need to be here. I don't need the money. I don't need to promote this thing. But Hulu said I should come on. They bought the thing for $7 million. They know they're not getting anything new, right? It's a show with a pretty big legacy. I was in uh, America maybe 12 months ago. Seinfeld had just come out on Hulu at the time, I think, or was about to come out. Yeah. Actually, I think it was... There were still airing reruns on TV, and yeah. it was still on the sides of buses. Mm. Like, it's yeah, that's just insane enduring. For something that first episode came out like, like eight, oh, 20, years yeah, ago. yeah. It's still being on the side of a bus. It's like one of those things, like the Brady Bunch is still getting repeated into the two thousands, and it was a sixties show, you know? Yeah. Oh, like I guess even comparison to music, like you know, people still listen to the Beatles because. Yeah. They did good things and they broke boundaries. Yeah. And yeah. Might, some of the songs might sound like quaint or normal now because you've heard it repeated so many times. But it's, I guess, the source material, much like Seinfeld. Yeah. How do you guys feel about calling like a sitcom art? Would you call Seinfeld art? Well, we did a whole episode on art and... I don't know that Moose really got what is art by the end of the episode. I don't know if you want to wind this monkey up because yeah. when I just those symbols are still crashing. I have no idea what art is. When we went, to, I it told this story to Simone Sheridan, who's if she was if she's listening now, did a valiant effort in trying to convince me what is art and what is not. And we went to the Museum of Modern Art in New York, and we saw artwork by Duchamp, which is nothing Kizzy's favorite artist. And there was. One of her favourite artists, she pipes up and says it's incorrect in the background there. Uh, and he put the <laughs> urinal on the wall to challenge people's perceptions of art. If you put a urinal on a wall in an art gallery, what is art? And, you know, the art I tend to like is graphic design and He-Man. Pretty much limited to those two things. Like, graphic design on food boxes and He-Man. So... Okay, well, that's going to be very hard to... Uh... It's a very niche market. You're yeah, going yeah. For. <laughs> But what I'm saying is, if I think those two things are art, then surely two people who are more generous with the definition of art than just food boxes and He-Man, you know, would see writing, acting as all within the arts and artistic pursuits. Oh, totally. Fuck yeah, sitcoms are art. Well, Seinfeld is definitely art. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there are some sitcoms that you might be stretching. No, I think I think the use of the term art, like it might be more light entertainment right rather than like someone who has something to actually say. Which yeah. is why I don't and, know. And in a way no. to do it in a clever and interesting way. No, no, I don't like Cuz I think there's a difference between entertainment and art. Well, that's not what Simone Sheridan said. Well, I can disagree with Simone Sheridan. I don't know if you can. <laughs> I don't know Simone Sheridan, but <laughs> I just want to say... I don't know, Simone Sheridan. She's a lovely lady. I've never met Simone Sheridan. I remember watching a TV show. I think it was a documentary on, like, 
the history of comedy and how it's evolved and its place on TV has changed since TV became a thing. And pretty much everyone was in agreement that Seinfeld... These were uh, comedians and, and producers and writers who all agreed that Seinfeld was the greatest television show ever made. And this was a comedy documentary, so obviously it's fans of comedy and people who work in comedy, so there may be a little bias, but... It's one of the greatest comedy shows ever made. Do you think it's the greatest television show ever made? Absolutely not. But probably one of the greatest comedy shows on network television, yes. Uh, I'd probably think it's one of the greatest TV shows ever made, not genre-specific. top 50, 100, maybe. Yeah. Not 10. Oh, I don't know. Like, especially, like, for longevity, like, it's... Some shows, like, might be brilliant shows for, like, one season, and then yeah. they go off the rails. Yeah. And you kind of wish they'd just stop because they're, you yeah. know, killing w- the legacy. I was thinking about this earlier today, and Seinfeld was so consistent. I can't think of an episode that I didn't really like, and the difference between an episode I love and an episode that I'm somewhat impartial to, even if there is such a an episode... Like there's, they're minor there's nothing that you have between it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are so close together on this imaginary scale of how good a show can be. So, yeah. what other comedy shows do you think, or TV shows do you think, <laughs> are up in those upper <laughs> echelons? Or shall uh, we return to the original question of our art? Oh no, I'd asked other questions since then. Or, or that sh- one. which shows are art and good, good and art? I would say something like. Late Night with David Letterman is also a comedy show. I can't really think of... Like, I don't watch a lot of stuff that's not comedy. Yeah. But I would just say, yeah, for longevity and relevance, that show is up there with Seinfeld. And probably with... Maybe with consistency isn't as good as Seinfeld. But, yeah, that was a show that, um, yeah, obviously Letterman ran forever. Letterman consistency isn't as good as Seinfeld because they did it every fucking night. Well, it's harder to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Every fucking night to come up with something like that. Yeah, no. I think... Opposed to once a week for 24 weeks of the year. I think, like, if you're thinking, I guess, of the art and the... I guess keeping that up, like, something like the Colbert Report sort of sticks out to me or The Daily Show, like, where it's, like, that fine line between comedy, some sort of, like, social awareness, but... Yeah. Like, also trying to keep it ent- entertaining and yeah. in character. Yeah. Like, I don't know, the Colbert Report, I remember watching it for the first time going, what the fuck is this? And then just being hooked. Like, even though, like, I didn't really have any interest, well, other than a passing interest in, like, what's going on in the US yeah. political climate, it hooked me in and, like, I kind of got really interested in what was going on. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the power of that. Okay, uh, speaking of the greatest television show of all time. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, where you no, can no. see me. You're a comedian yourself, and I think that's why you chose Seinfeld and why you qualified to talk about comedy. I do two shows, two regular shows in Newcastle. One's every second Wednesday at Central, and it's called Madam Speaker, and uh, it's a show where I interrupt other comedians' jokes, and I also do uh, like an interview show called Tonight's the Night, and it's at the Press Book House on the last Monday of every month. You can... Find them on Facebook or, yeah, I'm on Twitter at Ethan is at uni, so. Is at uni. Yeah. That's awesome. It's descriptive. It is descriptive. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm glad 
Yeah, it leaves leaves nothing hidden. Nothing hidden. Nothing hidden. What do you That's do all you need to know. Well, I'm he has tweeting. Many other Twitter handles that he uses based on <laughs> Ethan <laughs> is on the bus. Ethan's on the pooper. Yeah, but it's all com- it's only comedy stuff from Ethan is at uni. So okay. yeah, the rest of it's like descriptive life stuff. Yeah, it's very very private. It's meant for Ethan select at- readers only. <laughs> Ethan is at dinner. It's by invitation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Protected tweets. Yeah, Ethan is at his girlfriend's parents' house. So wow. Those are, I'd love to read those tweets. Live tweeting that, yeah. yeah. I'd like that. Maybe I will. Easter, Easter holiday, yeah. Live yeah. tweet. Can I follow I'll that? that? Yeah, that's awesome. Our tweets are completely unprotected uh, at Splitting Cases and on Facebook and at www.splittingcases.com. Subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a five star review. We may accept four. We might call you once and once or twice if it's three. If it's two or under, I don't know. You're not on the Christmas Just card don't list. be negative. Just not don't leave Christmas a review if that's list. what you think. I reckon. <laughs> leave like, a review, but that's do a leave lot of a time. It takes yeah. a lot of effort to do that. So yeah. just don't. Yeah. We love you though. You're very nice. Thank you. But Bye. cool. Thanks, Ethan. That's okay. Watch Seinfeld. <laughs> Sleep. Sleep.